0: Pre pandemic, we had worked to develop uh, workforce development training programs for people that either want to upskill or expand or trad- uh, transition their careers. And in manufacturing in particular, this includes an advanced manufacturing training center uh, as well as the utility of the future and clean energy training center. In IT, this includes a new tech academy aimed at people who really want to supercharge their tech careers. And, and everything from a data analysis to coding to digital marketing. It's this access, but really affordable access to these types of programs that's important, especially right now.
1: you're tuning to the economic development podcast presented by blueprint creative group uh, this is the second part in the series where we speak with economic developers around the country um, especially in these challenging times to learn about their outlook for the industry moving forward targeted industry growth talent retention workforce development and everything else Um, that affects the work of economic development. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jenna Kavanaugh at Invest Buffalo Niagara. She is the Chief Operating Officer. Hi Jenna, how are you? Good. Thank you,
0: Fabiola, for having me today. I really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Yeah, so thanks for joining. You know, you're in one of those markets that uh, I think is pretty interesting to be in right now as we're seeing how the pandemic and the shifts in the industry are affecting the New York metro and what that may mean for some feeder markets like yours. How does that look from your perspective?
0: Um, Well, it's interesting. From You know, even before the pandemic, You know, we saw some of the bigger cities really losing their allure. Um, And, of course, the pandemic has caused disruption across the board. And we we do believe strongly that that the Buffalo Niagara region, a less dense, low-cost city, but still offers so many amenities and access of other major metros, is highly attractive to both not just people but companies leaving bigger cities.
1: So with that said, what has talent retention looked like, or even talent attraction? Um, maybe it's too early to even quantify it from those who are leaving the New York Metro region. But if you had to put some anecdotal estimates to it, what would you say, um, is, uh that's looking like right now because i mean we're hearing how silicon valley is going through the exits um you know companies people businesses are exiting california you know there's some you know some fear of that happening in the new york metro as well uh so are is buffalo receiving some of that well even pre-pandemic
0: we had a lot of people moving to western new york for a wonderful job opportunities. You know, people were looking for easier commute, housing choices, recreation and cultural opportunities, you know, vibrancy and authenticity. Um, and we've had some great high profile wins and announcements, uh, wonderful startups. Um, and when people come here, they were falling in love. You know, we know how sticky our community can be once you're here. It's easy to really fall in love with this low cost but amenity rich and friendly community. Um, You know, for those that aren't familiar with Buffalo and region, we're located in an incredibly unique area in the U.S. Nestled between two Great Lakes on an international border, uh, very culturally rich with four seasons of fun, historically significant. But I think, you know, we were in the middle of this this wonderful resurgence um, as the pandemic started. But there was a couple of things that we've been investing in over the past 10 to 15 years that have made um, a particularly significant uh, um, difference in terms of keeping people here, uh, retaining them in our region, and continuing to attract them. And I think that is an investment in the amenities of our region, um, plus access to those amenities. Great investment in great outdoor parks, revitalized waterfronts, uh, cultural institutions, We've repurposed former warehouse districts into attractive neighborhoods and the other thing that has been very important is pre-pandemic we had worked to develop uh, workforce development training programs for people that either want to upscale or expand or tradition uh, transition their careers and in manufacturing in particular this includes an advanced manufacturing training center uh, as well as the utility of the future and clean energy training center in IT, this includes a new tech academy aimed at people who really want to supercharge their tech careers, and and everything from a data analysis to coding to digital marketing. It's this access, but really affordable access to these types of programs. That's important, especially right now.
1: So, so you're essentially saying that your talent growth has been planned and coordinated as well, right? Because I believe that you have a uh, a focus purely just on talent attraction, correct?
0: Exactly. We launched in September of 2019 an initiative called the in Buffalo to attract people uh, back to the Buffalo-Niagara area. And that's just one component of our region's overall, you know, workforce de- development plan is, is attraction and retention. Uh, we have had a, you know, a really com- collaborative, between our state, municipal, university, business partners, um, all working together on many of these efforts.
1: Well, you know, let's let's dig deeper into that because talent attraction these days looks a little different than before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as an example, I'm looking at what Miami is doing and how they're capitalizing on the tech sector in the VC world um, exiting California, and how they're really. Uh, driving, I mean, I would say it's it's a quasi-marketing campaign um, for talent attraction. I don't think it's so formalized just yet uh, because it's, it, it, it seems to have happened more grassroots and organically than it, it's been planned. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, talent attraction looks probably different these days in different regions and for different reasons, especially since the shift to quality of place is kind of uh, adjusting where talent tends to um, populate.
0: Right. And I I think it will be very interesting to see how, what matters to people as we particularly we, come out of the pandemic and stay out of the pandemic and what matters to businesses and, and where, you know, they put their, their focus. Our efforts right now in leading into this have been really targeted at people who have already an existing connection with our community, that's been a big priority. And that is such as graduates of our colleges and universities, as well as folks that grew up here and moved away. Our region has 21 colleges and universities, and that's annually 100,000 students and and 25,000 students graduating.
1: Yeah, so essentially you're almost like a college town.
0: Yeah, so in, in many ways a big college town, but, you know the pandemic has obviously made people feel isolated and it, I think it's for many of us it's really rehighlighted highlighted the importance of family um, and this is a time when people need support and network so we're particularly doing a lot to reach out to people that used to live here especially in occupation specific talent some of the um, areas for us include manufacturing tech sector finance and health sciences in particular and I think what's great to see, too, is what is really resonating is the affordability of our region, especially the ability to buy a home here, Um, you know, and and I'd say not just any home. We have such incredible walkable neighborhoods in our cities, our suburbs, um, and rural as well. There's just great options uh, for where and how you want to live your life, in this region, there's a lot of... Historically significant architecture with unique charm, and we're very proud of the sense of community that you find when you come to Western New York, and and that's very important to people right now as well.
1: Well, you know, you you said something that drives an earlier point because whereas Miami, for example, and I use them as an example just because that's been trending. Um, Whereas Miami is going outside of market to those who may, who probably don't have a Miami connection, you know, and attracting them Uh in and selling them on, you know, the typical Miami amenities and lifestyle. What Invest Buffalo Niagara seems to have done really well is focusing on your homegrown talent. Um, And then Uh even retaining your your students and making sure that they're not exiting and finding career opportunities in the lifestyle that they want elsewhere. So keeping who you already have home and then giving a reason for those who've left home to come back.
0: Absolutely. And and I think, you know, and for those that have no affiliation, wonderful career opportunities that we have here, uh, people are also finding that as well.
1: Okay, so, you know, just for our own um, insight, since the pandemic, which industries uh, would you say have shown the greatest promise that otherwise may have previously been underperforming or stagnant for your region?
0: I don't know that they were previously underperforming or stagnant, but I do think that this has, you know, really highlighted some of the strengths. As I mentioned before, as we hit the pandemic, we were in the midst of a resurgence. We have, you know, wonderful startups. Uh, including our first software, unicorn, ACV Auctions. Uh, M&T Bank recently had announced a 1,000 jobs with a a tech expansion of the Buffalo Niagara region. There's such growing clusters, particularly in financial services, IT, and manufacturing. I think one of the things about our region is that there continues to be a tremendous amount of innovation happening with great partnerships. So we see that um, with our universities, including University of Buffalo, fabulous research institution, uh, business to business collaborations. We have the burgeoning Medical Campus, and what we're really seeing in terms of industry growth is just forward thinking innovations and, and green energy technologies, fintech solutions, life sciences, and we're also seeing food and beverage processing uh, continuing to grow.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Food and beverage in the Buffalo region.
0: Yeah, that has been a core uh, strength of ours for some time. You know, obviously, um, you know, dairy is a, right. a huge industry for us in particular. A lot of cheese, yogurt manufacturing, but we also see a lot of uh, food packaging, food processing. The uh, beverage industry has been strong and growing. And, and during, uh, I think, this time when businesses are deciding you know, uh, uh, you know, across the nation and across North America, you know, where do I need to be to be closest to my market and my customers, this is a great location to uh, establish a, a food uh, processing, uh, packaging, distribution facility. Also, I would tell you notably in the last couple of months, We had two major different announcements uh, for the construction of -of state-of-the-art film and TV production studios for our area. Um, And I think that kind of goes to some of, you know, the investments in in our amenities and our communities uh, speaks to some of those investments over the the last several
1: years. Wow, interesting. I I want to uh, ask a question regarding um, the food sector. Um, are you seeing some growth in ancillary food sectors, like, say, food tech or agricultural tech?
0: We have seen, actually, some, um, particularly startups in, in that area. But a lot of what we're seeing in particular is the innovation of new products, new health products, uh, and come online in, in our region.
1: Okay. Sounds good. So um, this has been very insightful. I really appreciate your input. Is there anything, well, I know you did say that there is the film um, and production facility that's being built. So that's something for us to look forward to.
0: We are excited to see our film and TV productions expand in the region. There has been uh, several movies filmed here over particularly the last five years. And we're really excited to see that growth as well as the development of the cluster and just support businesses around that
1: industry. So how exciting. So um, that's something for us to look forward to. So I appreciate you sharing your insight with the Economic Development Podcast.
0: Thank you very much for your time, Fabiola.
1: Thanks for joining. Thanks again for tuning in to the Economic Development Podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group. There's more episodes featuring economic development leaders throughout the country, And we thank all of the participants for sharing their perspectives. Check out all of the episodes in this series at blueprintcreativegroup.com slash economic development.